Yo, what's up? It's Thursday, uh, June 22nd. It's early as shit in the morning. But tonight is the NBA draft. And depending on when you listen to this, you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Why is, he, why is he talking about this now? Because I thought I should give my, my strong opinion about it. So, the Hornets, my team, we have the number two overall pick. Oh, that sucks. It's just the first runner-up for the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes because the goddamn Spurs are once again going to get a solid big man that's probably going to dominate the league. Now listen, a lot of people are saying this guy's going to be a bust. That's fine to look at it that way. We won't know until he actually plays. There was a lot of hope with Zion. It's injuries and fast food that are that and porn stars apparently that are keeping him from succeeding. When he is playing, he's awesome. But he's off the fucking court most of the time. So it's like, uh, is it worth it? Yeah, it'd be worth it if you needed a guy to go off and go ape shit for one game for an entire season. Yeah, but that's not realistic. You need people that's going to stay healthy and stay around. Chet Holmgren was supposed to be the big thing last year. He gets hurt. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, can anybody stay healthy anymore? Our bodies are not designed to to be giant yet athletic and keep up with these little fucking well not little but 63 guards that like John Wall type and even those guys are getting injured left and right you know or I, I, we're, we're, the way our athleticism is especially in professional basketball where every one of them are are pushing their bodies to the limits like, they're not supposed to do that, but yet they are. And they have medicines to help them out and everything, but we haven't caught up with biology yet. So, then we have this freak-ass athlete. This guy's, what, six, seven, four, wingspan of eight foot, just giant. Can make three-pointers, can block shots, can dunk it without jumping off the ground. He can literally, I think he has to just stand on his tiptoes for, like, a little bit, and he can dunk it easily. It's like that that type of player. It's Yao Ming, a very it's a it's a Yao Ming as a point guard, basically. Like, that's crazy. He looks awkward and slow sometimes. And at first he's gonna get schooled a lot. And this is this I'm talking about Victor, by the way. He he looks awkward as shit. And he's French. <laughs> so that's gonna he's <laughs> just gonna take away some points, but you know, it's 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 a guy like that that you hope for because it's really a 50-50 shot. Either he's going to be really good or he's going to be a bust. I don't think there's going to be an in-between, and there's a lot of hype, and there's the most hype. I think in the past, you know, 10 years, a little bit more, there has been only a handful of guys that are expected to do as good as this guy. Zion was one of them. Victor is another one of them. And honestly, that, like I said, a handful, but those are the two main ones because those are the only ones I can really think of that have just been like, this guy's going to change the game. You have to go all the way back to LeBron before that big, big, big hype started talking again. So, you know, it's it's Ky- Kyrie maybe, and that's because of his uh, dribbling skill sets. Like he's, he's probably still the best ball handler in the world. And you're like, oh, man. just because of all this bullshit Kyrie's getting into, don't, 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 don't look into that so much. 
just think of Kyrie the basketball player. Have you seen Uncle Drew? Have you seen that fucking movie? Exactly. All them old, old heads think that guy is incredible. And he is. He is. He's, he's mentally not there all the way. But his skills are, in my opinion, are still the best ball handling skills in the world. And that's not just because he went to Duke and played for like eight fucking games. That's just because he's talented as fuck. And if you've ever played 2K, he's one of the most fun players you can play with. But he never dunks it on 2K. It's a really cool fucking layup almost every time. Or a sweet Swish 3. So then it comes to the number two pick. Because we know the Spurs are going to take Wimbenyama. If for some fucking reason the Spurs do not take Wimbenyama and Charlotte doesn't grab him, I'm going to be pissed. Like I said, it's either a hit or a miss with this guy. But the expectations are a huge hit. And Chet Holmgren, again, can can bounce back. Oh, uh, another big handful guy. Sorry. I feel terrible. Uh, Kevin Durant was another one that was just like... Right out of college, this guy's going to be the fucking shit. And he ended up being pr- pretty much the shit. So, there's another one. But, again, he was he was probably the evolution. The first guy that stuck out of the slim reaper, basically. Like, tall and lanky, but yet can shoot and play defense. And can play pretty much any position on the court. He was the first main guy to do that. And now that's... that's that's the thing. If you have one of those guys on your team, you are going to have some success at some point. So when when you have Victor up there, you're like, yeah, we got to go with this fucking guy. So it comes down to the number two pick for the Hornets, and pretty much it's between two guys. I think, and I was talking to uh, my friend Josh about this. Shout out Josh Key. Uh, Scoot would be the smart pick if you want to succeed right now. I think he is a game changer. He is a playmaker, and he's going to draw a lot of eyes towards him, leaving somebody else to be able to make a play. Um, And that's not a knock on Brandon Miller, but Scoot Henderson is fucking just like power in a smaller pack. Like he's he's just he's just one of those guys that's like uh, uh, highlight highlight reel. That's him. And then you have Brandon Miller, who's an all-around player who can get the job done, who who took Alabama, a team that was, you know, basically just, we're, we're really good at shooting three-pointers all of a sudden. And he made them a all-around team. Um, and even with all the bullshit going around him, he was still able to ball out and shut everybody up. And I think that right there, that's probably the most important thing because, you know, somebody got killed and he, and like people calling him like a, uh, a, a pretty much assistant into a murder, like that. That and, and I was one of them. It's like, why the fuck are y'all letting this guy play? More information needs to come out before you let him play. And Alabama's just like, nah, fuck that. He, he's good. We're gonna let him play, and he played. He balled out. So if you can, you can play through that and play very well at that. That shows something, and I think him as an overall talent can get better throughout time. It's not like a. Scoot is right now, like right fucking now. In the next three years, he is going to make a difference. Brandon Miller, in the ne- he's going to last longer in the league, in my opinion. And he, I think he's going to overall make the team better. Like we have Gordon Hayward right now. That's just that's a guy that's an all-around good player and has transferred between you know a couple teams. I think Brandon Miller is a new 
he's 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 that type of style where he he will play on teams and he will be a starter for a lot for you know hopefully just the Hornets if we get him. Um, but he he could easily be a six man, and that's that's a, that's that role player that can also be a star right there in between. That's what a lot of teams want nowadays. You don't want somebody that's going to fucking go all out and be the poster guy and then, you know, a lot of people rely on him. You want a guy that's going to sneak up and do well. And I think Brandon Miller's that fit. But Scoot Henderson, like I said, it's it's an e- it's easily just like, oh, yeah, that dude looks fucking awesome. Like, we got to go get that guy. And he's not a – he's good at defense and everything too. The reason why not as many people know about him is because he went straight to the G League. He didn't go to college. So you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy is the best player in the G League. This guy is incredible at what he does. So, who, whatever we decide to pick, if, if, if as, as long as it's between those two or those possible three, if Victor's on the table, I'm going to be happy with it. But the, you, for the next five years, you're going to be like, okay, that other guy, how is he doing in the league? What could we have gotten if we didn't go with this? The Hornets are now sold by Jordan. Well, at least the majority stake sold by Jordan. So a lot of uh, people are apparently thinking of changes coming up. He he is one of he is the top in the top two best basketball players of all time. I will not give Jordan the goat status just because I saw him for my very early childhood life. And then I've seen LeBron James for my entire sports fan fandom life. And what I've seen between them two, like, this discussion, like, you're fucking stupid if you think LeBron's better than Jordan. From what I've personally seen, LeBron's better. And if you try to, like, stat compile, you can't. You can't fucking compare stats because it's a two, it's a completely different game. Referees and fouls and all that shit was not as hardcore now as they were are they're more hardcore now than they were then you can't get away with a lot of shit you can't play tough defense and so they have to he like lebron has had to morph himself over time of how the game has changed and been officiated because officiating kills this fucking game you look at a regular season game and then you look at a playoff game don't look at the actual gameplay look at the referees and what they're calling fouls on it's annoying as shit. Just a little tiny bump when they're driving to the... Boop! Blocking. Fuck you, man. What the... Come on. Quit trying to dictate the game. It's basically, for 76 games, they're fucking... Uh, <laughs> making making Vegas money. They're controlling the game. They're controlling the spread. They're controlling the, the tempo. Like if it's, if it's ramping up too fast and it's definitely going to be an over... The refs are like, all right, let's fucking start calling shit to slow this shit down. That, I mean, that's that's got to be what happens. I'm not saying that the NBA is rigged, but I'm saying that the referees have power to make things happen. Um, so so it, it's it, it's it's going to be a cool night. I can't wait to see it. Um, I'm going to pay attention for probably ten minutes and then turn it off because I don't give a fuck about the rest of the picks. Yeah, do I want to see Derek Lively go far? Sure, but I don't. I think for okay, so this is this is the Duke fan coming out. From what I saw last year, Lively's great. He's he's a young guy. He's got a lot of talent. He can potentially be one of those 
tall, lanky dudes that can get it done. I think he needs to stay in college for another year or two. Because you, you won't get to see that 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 true potential until he fucking like really learns. And he's gonna learn in the NBA, but he he's not gonna be uh, a big a big time player his first year. You know, we, we we're not gonna hear very much from Derek Lively this coming year. Now I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I get to fucking put my foot in my mouth going, oh, shit, I was wrong. Dude is balling out. Bancaro was ready. He was ready last year. He, he made Orlando worth talking about. Like, oh, yeah, you see that Magic game? You see Bancaro ball out? Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Bancaro was ready. Lively is not ready. He's, he's just not that guy. So... Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I, that's that's my big point with that guy. You have all these other dudes in the top. You got that Amon, whatever, or whatever the fuck his name is. He looked great, but it's 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 all about Scoot, Brandon Miller, Victor Wembanyama, and I can't wait to see this. All right, thanks for listening. Draft preview. Uh, it starts to, if you're listening on Thursday. It starts tonight at eight o'clock. If you're not listening on Thursday, you're going, Chris, this shit already happened, man. What? I don't give a fuck about this podcast. This shit already happened. Well, don't, okay, then just don't listen anymore. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time.